The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Match. A roundtable of Cowboys insiders. Dropping wisdom. And offering sizzling takes. On the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Nui Scruggs. Baby, happy new year. Media Mash coming back at you. Cowboy insiders, information, all sorts of stuff happening today. We got Jacques Taylor here. Got Nick Harris here. Hey, there's Clarence Hill in the house. I'm Newey Scruggs. So, locker room jumping today. First off, though, there's a guy I follow on Instagram. (laughs) Looks like you. Uh Uh-oh, that's not good. No, it's good because I love his Instagram. Dude, Nick, he calls himself Mr. Make It Happen. Okay. <laughs> and Mr. Make It Happen comes up with the best, unbelievable recipes, man. This guy cooks up stuff, and, and, and it is, hey, now it's time, your turn to make it happen. I'm telling you, you look like Mr. Make It Happen, man. Noted. Noted. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> telling you, man. You look just like I saw that. I got the cookbook for, for uh, my birthday. I was like, oh, yeah. That's I, thought you were, I thought you were about to like spin this into a joke because I have a friend that calls me Mr. Make It Happen. I was like, how do you know this person? I was like, Mr. I was trying make to put the two and two together in my head. Mr. Make All right, It Happen. All right, that's good. You don't need to know nobody. Speaking of Mr. Make It Happen, I was in the locker room a little bit earlier. Um, had to jet out early. What else did you glean from today's locker room sessions? The Cowboys get ready to face the uh, Washington Commanders. Yeah, I would say one of the biggest things for me was Tony Pollard kind of talking about his season you know you only got one game left in, in the year and he's he's starting to look into that reflecting mode I mean you look up 17 games in 935 yards I don't think that's a production anybody would have uh, wanted out of Tony Pollard going into the year and he was he was pretty self-admittedly saying the same thing about himself saying uh, you know this is not the year I anticipated but you know there's still an opportunity in front of us in the, in the playoffs and still an opportunity in front of the uh, in front of him for the playoffs as well so I would say that's probably the biggest thing he was self-critical um, and, and he's always been good about being able to kind of look himself in the mirror and, and realize those problems, and um, it, he's taking it upon himself. He's taking a lot of that, a lot of that brunt in the running game. Clarence, you had asked him several pointed questions too when I was there. Yeah, I mean, because that, that's the thing, you know, because you look at the numbers, because the fact that he has 935 yards and really 65 away from 1,000 is surprising because it looked like he had just watching the games. He got like six, seven hundred. You know what I'm saying? You don't really think he is that close, even though a thousand is not what it used it to ain't be. Close to what it used to be. I know that. But I just said that. <laughs> I anyway. Know. I was just but, emphasizing the point. But he's averaging four yards a carry. I mean, we used to kick Zeke's book the last three years because he wasn't averaging four yards a carry. The difference is Pollard has averaged five or more. You know, when he was hot, when he was a backup, he was averaging five yards, and he had those long touchdown runs. He only has 100-yard game. It's funny because I looked it up yesterday, and he came against the Cardinals. With like They got beat by double-digit points. You know, he has 120-some yards against the Cardinals. That's his only 100-yard game. That's like, a, how do you get 100 yards in that game? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With three offensive linemen. With out. three offensive linemen. Out, but that's his, been, his best game of the season. It's probably the most embarrassing game for the team. But other than that, it's been 60, 70, 50. You know, there's been some some clunkers in there. Uh, and so the difference is the big play has not been. You look even – he just don't look as explosive. He says he, he's physically fine, uh, which – I wanted to follow up because he said I'm physically fine. I don't know if you heard today. Yes. Are you mentally fine? What's going on? Because you, he, he emphasized I'm physically fine. I'm health is good. Talked about the, prayer and talking to yeah, family so that, to get through. So that, that leaves some other things there, the other questions to ask. But What's the other question about, and we it, and it came, it's come up a lot lately, the last two days, because I'll talk about Dalvin Cook and whatever. Well, they ran a lot outside zone last year. They're not running it nearly as much this year. So are they really playing to his strength? 
Yeah, that's a good point. They're 28th in outside zone usage this season. And when you think back to what Tony Pollard really did well in the run game these last two seasons, it was getting out in space and getting out, getting out in space, one-on-one some... on one with a DB, you know? So yeah, I, I, I feel you, you know, two things. We, we talk about he's better on the outside. Let's go back to Miami. Why ain't he go outside? Okay, that's one play. No, I, I, but I'm saying it's a mentality. You, you maybe. Looking, you're taking a micro look, and I'm looking for a macro look. I know, but that micro look and that macro look go hand in hand. He doesn't trust no, they, his speed. There's, there's no that, question. That, that, that doesn't that doesn't speak to philosoph- – or maybe it does philosophically yeah, why the team yeah, doesn't, he doesn't use – he, he don't trust his speed. I mean, and, he's not, and, and, and when he's gotten in open field, we have not seen that gear. Okay? We have not seen that gear. And I'm glad you brought Dalvin Cook because, the, you know, the Cowboys – are obviously are looking to upgrade for the playoffs. And they worked out Leo Collins. There's some contract snafu with his departure from the Bengals that has held that up. Nothing else. You know, they, there's some language in his, his Bengals contract. They're, they're working out. That should happen tomorrow to sign to the practice squad. Look at Damian Wilson, upgrade the linebacker position. You know, there's some things that that could happen tomorrow as well. But they're also, and I, I wrote the deal, they need to be looking at the running back position because of all the things, we, not just about politics, the running game has not been there. They cannot finish games. They cannot uh, run when they want to. They are looking at Dalvin Cook. Not saying they're going to sign him. Not saying he's the back he used to be. But – you should kick the tires on Dalvin Cook, a four-time Pro Bowler. He don't have to be the back. He just got to be better at what you got. Exactly. So they are. They are. It is something they're looking at for sure. So I'll ask you guys the question because I asked it on the players' lounge yesterday. Dalvin Cook, would you do it? Yes or no? Jack. I mean, I don't know because I ain't no scout. And what I'm saying is everybody says he doesn't fit the scheme. People who you respect say he doesn't fit the scheme. And so, and I haven't talked to anybody yet. Just, but, I mean, I don't know. I, I've been on the no train. I'm going to stick on the no train. Uh, what he's best utilized with is not what this offense best runs, in my opinion. Um, and, and what he's put together this year, I know it was with the Jets. It's a tough offense to succeed in. But if you're looking for a rental to boost your running game at this point, you're not going to find it. And I, I, don't, I don't believe it's well, That may be the question. I, I, I'm all listen. about used to bees don't make no honey. He used to be a really good back. Okay. Okay. But what no, no market for him when he was free? Okay, okay, okay. listen. I mean, I, I, I love all of you. You guys scheme and all this stuff. What scheme does Deuce fit? Yeah, not this one. Okay, I'm just, I'm just. What scheme does Deuce fit? And, right. and he was out there playing last week. Okay, yeah. now all of a sudden he's on injured reserve. What scheme does Deuce fit? <laughs> Dalvin Cook is a proven back. He has 1173 yards, 4.4 yards. He's had 1100 the last four years. I'm talking about last year. He's not coming off an injury. He had eight touchdowns. Maybe that it was a mess in New York. To sit up here and say he is not better than what you have and we shouldn't kick the tires on him based on scheme fit? Come on. We can't I, do that. You're still caught up in T.J. Watt. I'm not caught up in anything. I'm <laughs> caught up in the man is a four, is a proven back. You I don't get where have, you're coming You from. don't have proven backs. I get where you're coming we, from. He has we off, spoke, off-season shoulder surgery. We spoke a little bit <laughs> about this. They got to And for me – Five yards in, this this offense has got an issue with the running back position. Yeah, here you you so desperate, you ain't giving the ball to Hunter Lipke. Can you give it to Dal- Dalvin Cook? I mean, from and that's all I'm thinking about. Here. Yeah, yeah I mean, you you inside the five, go give the ball to Dalvin Cook. I'd like to see what they could do if that's the case. Had to get a different number, but hey, 
I'd like to see. Him. Let's entertain that possibility for a second. It, it, I, I don't think you could get him on a rental. I don't think you can just sign him to a one year why and let finish. Why why? Alvin Cook, can you, you talk about why he left New York? He, he left New York he because, no he wants, because he wants to get on a chance for a He left New York this week. Yeah, to get on a chance for a playoff team. That's what all he wants. If he's Dalvin Cook and there's going to be other suitors out there Dude, for him, there, he, other, there, one, there weren't yeah. other he's suitors when he was free. Well, the Ravens have talked about possibly adding him. The okay, but what my, my point is. Ain't nobody been give him no multi-year deal. Just saying, if the, if it becomes that type of discussion, okay, but okay, but see, okay, see, 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 it takes two to tango. Yep. Both sides got to agree. We understand that, okay? It, you know, I'm not saying it's a done deal just because you're interested to make a play for him. That's a whole other conversation. But should you make a play for him was the question on the table. Should you pick up the phone call and make the call? See, I would say the answer to that would be yes. That's, that's what we're talking about and, here. And, and for me, I would not only pick up the phone, I would sign the play. And, see, and, so, and I hear what you're saying because I, I get – I love Steve and love what he's done. I get tired of worrying about – 2025 and 2026 decisions when you're trying to win a championship right now. Yeah, I, I get tired of that. You know, I, all that. I mean, you you you're worrying about this stuff down the road with all we know the cap's going up. You're trying to win now. The goal is not to balance the checkbook. The goal is to win a title out of 28 years. I, I so, do know balancing the checkbook is, is going to be a big this, task. This, don't worry. this checkbook been balancing like a mofo for a long time. It's the richest <laughs> franchise in yeah. all of sports. If okay, you, if they take a little L, they okay. It's the same cap. Ain't nobody, the lights ain't cutting it's off the AT&T. Hey, the no. lights is not cutting off at AT&T Stadium. Yeah, it's if not it's, a check, it's a credit card. It's a black card. <laughs> you win the, the titanium <laughs> card. Yeah. The lights are right. not cutting off at AT&T Stadium. 37% interest. But as I win the division, okay, I'm assuming they win the division. And right now you'd be hosting Green Bay. You got a first and four from the four. Giving the ball to Dalvin Cook, Rico Dowdle, Tony Pollard. CD Lamb on the end of round. That works. That don't work at the four. That worked back Hunter there. Hunter Lipke, baby. It's cheap. <laughs> now, Hunter Lipke only get one at a time. First yeah. of all, he only, and, yeah. you know, he might not hold on the ball. He might know he's getting the ball. Okay, so <laughs> let's do that. I, I start thinking that that to me is where I look for Dalvin. I, I'm not looking for Dalvin Cook to come in here and come give you, you know, 75 yards and catch, you know, three passes for 12. I'm not even looking. I'm just looking at, hey, you got the ball inside the five because they have red zone issues. Yeah. And they haven't fixed them. And I don't think this group of running backs they have are going to fix it. Dalvin Cook, in my opinion, is just a chance I would take looking at, okay, hey, Mike, can you dial up something in, in for, for this guy in the playoffs? And, pick, and piggybacking, I know you talking macro and micro. That's, that's why that play against Miami was so important. It's a mentality. You know, you, you, you have to one. If you don't go wide, lower your shoulders, get into the end zone. Dalvin Cook, the last four years, eight touchdowns, six touchdowns, 16 touchdowns, he, 13 touchdowns on the ground. He knows how to get into the end zone. That's what we're talking about. That's that For me, That that's that's how I see it. Can we go yeah. deeper where them touchdowns come from? And Where the red zone touchdowns? Where they outside? They, they touchdowns, baby. They touchdowns. Um, they touchdowns. They I mean, Tony Pollard had like 10 of them last year. Next-gen so. jock. <laughs> trying to see how far they came out. I'm, 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 I'm talking well, I'm about. I'm trying to see how they go. One, yeah, that makes sense. one two, three, four. Like Zeke's I'm talking about five years. Guys. I ain't talking about one year in one year. 
Okay, I'm talking about five year history. I guess the, I gotta go do my own research. I'm, I'm talking yeah, about five years. Let us know. You talking about how many? How many Pollock got this year? Used to be, he's don't make no money, man. Exactly. Yeah, Tony used to be a guy that could convert. That's what I said. No, he's he's convert from distance. That's that's the issue. No, he wasn't convert short. That's why. That's why he had twelve rushing touchdowns from one yard line last year. That's why. That's why he was convert from distance. Okay, but I mean, again, it's. No one said he's drawn better, so he's going to be that guy. But he is a guy who has known, has a knack for getting to the end zone. He has a knack for being productive. And he's better than, again, they ran out Deuce last week. Okay, that's 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 the option they have. Rico's been battling an uh, uh, ankle injury. They don't have any more uh, practice squad elevation for Malik Davis. They need help in the backfield. So yeah. last year, and it's, I'm glad you, you guys brought it maybe. Think of the the receiver from the Colts last year who they brought in and, and ended up helping. He helped. T. Y. Hilton helped. To me, this is like a T. Y. situation. That's fair. Hey man, we're desperate. One we play. Need something. So, something. Yeah. So, so come on. And you weren't asking T. Y. to lead the team, but hey, can you help us? And he made a play. And and and, 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 and make a play. And, and, and that's, that's a, all. I, that, to and me, that's, that's the same. Dalvin Cook thing. I'm that's like. the same thing you're asking of Leo Collins. Leo Collins not coming at the start. Okay, he's coming just insurance. You know, if, if Tyron's back flares up, you know, because we are tired of the Chuma Doug experiment, experience, experiment. Both of them. Both, yeah. Both you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, so you 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 need an option there. You know, same thing with Damian Wilson. He's a guy that's, that's a veteran. He's not played in the scheme, but he's a veteran linebacker. It's, it's just an option because there's an issue in linebacker. Okay, you're plugging, and and that's you know, and so this is a plug opportunity. That's all. I Whether just, he had. Ten one-yard runs. Or tw- a ten- I, I, I did my own research. So I, I, he got a lot from the one and from the two. From the three. So I, I'm just I just like all the facts, man. That's the, the, all. the facts. I'm are, a prosecuting attorney. It, it, I just like all the, the facts. The facts are he's a proven veteran back who's better than what you got. Listen to the cues. You'll be okay. Uh, normally, uh, yeah. Normally, you always. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you acknowledge that. <laughs> normally, we talk about the chapter ain't really all in that. Yeah, see, see, and really, you see, you see how you do. You saw the perception you put out there. It's 2024. Divisive. Oh, it's 2024. <laughs> it's a new man, yeah, new birthday, man. So it's, it's a new year, oh, new thing. I will look on y'all's side of the coin for a little bit here, though. If, if you look in the playoffs and you got Tony Pollard, Rico Dowdles battling his ankle injury and he has to miss a game again, Deuce is already on the IR. Then you're looking at Tony Pollard. Malik Davis, because he'll be able to be elevated in the playoffs, and Hunter Lipkin. Those yeah. are your options in the backfield. So I, I, I get where you need you, – you would can, like an extra body. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. When did Deuce get hurt? He kicked the ball twice. At <laughs> <laughs> the same shot with you injury. I, mean, I just saw him walking through the looking same good. Shot, same shot with you injury. Same thing. Same thing. What? It is what it is. I don't know why you're asking me. <laughs> I just report the news. That's this is a all. great time for a break right here on Media Man. Right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 
5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Dallas. Take 5 Oil Change. A proud partner of the Cowboys is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Dallas area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. Take 5, the official oil change of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites in a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the Playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboysvip. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboysvip. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back, back, back to back, Media back. Mash. Happy New Year, Media Mash. You know your favorite media insiders. Cowboys, you got Clarence Hill. Love that sweatshirt, man. You had that for Christmas? That's nice. Christmas gift. That's, That's a good-looking nice. sweatshirt. What, what kind of material good. is that on the queue? What is that? Is that like a little... It's nice. It's like quilt material? It's nice. Yes, it's nice. Okay. Nice, nice, it. nice, nice. Appreciate it. Thank you. Dog team, I need to get, let me know where you got that. Oh, okay, well... Did you get me a, um, a hoodie from your family's Christmas get-together this year? <sighs> No, no, it's all right. It's all right. We'll work on deep side. Let us know everything. No, no, because my sister already ordered them when you you made these. You know, ordered was all ordered, and you know, my sister handles all of that. Months, yeah. I was I was asking for a medium this year. I'll probably need a large next year, though. You know, adding a little bit. That's success, man. That's success. That's success. Exactly. Miss make it happen. Nick Harris here in the house. DallasCowboys.com radio. Our author for Cowboy Beat Writer with Dallas Morning News and ESPN.com. He's a writer for Anscape now as well. He is Jean-Jacques Taylor. As I was in my library over the weekend, uh, over the holiday, I yeah. saw the saw the Coach Prime book in there. I'm like, appreciate yes, that, man. Yes. See, you tilted the prop. I like that. Know. Let the people know, man. Let the people know. Let I the appreciate people, that, man. Let the people know. <laughs> so, uh, congratulations. Hope hope many people gave it out as Christmas gifts. So, yes, yes. Few did. Few did. I saw some Y'all posts. just let him brush by. He was in his library. I'm sorry. No, yeah. he was at the library, Oh, man. I thought he said he was in his library. See, that's what I thought different. he said, too. I swear, I thought he said I was in my library. <laughs> Put a smoking jacket on. <laughs> no. Did, am I and right? a big stogie. Did, did he not say that? The library lighting up this cigar. No, he got enough paper to have a library. <laughs> yeah. He had secured the bag over the years. He ain't said nothing. <laughs> Sipping on some cognac. Looking at my smoking book, jacket. Looking at my book collection with a pinky in it. Listen to some soft. Listen to some soft music in the background. I do a have a jazz. study. I do have a library. Yes, I do. John yes, P. Cole train. But as I tweeted, there, <laughs> John Chris, P. Cole train. It, as I, it was in public library. As I tweeted it was in my local library. Okay, yeah. and then when I was in the Barnes Noble, we put out the book. So I'm out here. I'm out here working. in the public, trying to make sure my man's work is. Out. And I appreciate that yes, very much. That's yes. that's and your dog. book is also in my library. In my library. Yes, my library. <laughs> sniff, <all>. sniff. <laughs> On the outside, overlooking the pool. 
Yeah, we we got to do a special episode from the library one day. Cribs. Cribs. With Newey's Crib. 2024, I'm trying to be a different guy, trying to be nice. Chris, Bobby Chris, put it on Chris. Don't don't come here. No, I know Chris Chris did come out here wrong. Chris came out here wrong, violate 2020. I'm trying to change, man, trying to change. Um, Dak Prescott comes into the final week with the ability to maintain his lead as the NFL's leading touchdown. Passer. You got 32 touchdowns, the most in the league. Purdy's at 31. Then you got Jordan Love, the Packers, at 30. What would the significance mean, uh, Clarence, if he led the league in touchdown passes? I don't think it would be a significance. I think he's already proven uh, enough this year. You know, with his touchdown interception ratio, especially after last year, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think he needs to prove anything by leading the league in touchdowns. It'd be cute. It'd be nice. You know, uh, you, you put his whole game. I think there's no question that Dak Prescott has been the best quarterback in the NFC this year. There's no question about that. And, you know, it, you know if – Over Purdy? Yes, over Purdy. I agree. Yeah, he's been the best quarterback. I think there's no no question about that. He's the best quarterback in the NFC this year. What he's had to do, what he's had to work with, uh, how he's had to win games. Uh, I, I think he's proven that. And so I, I don't think that one stat of leading the league in touchdown changes any of that. You know, and I'm sure he'll finish second or third in the MVP voting behind uh, Lamar Jackson. You know, and game here, game there, we might have to be talking about a different story because his numbers compare very favorably uh, in most situations better than Lamar Jackson. Well, quarterbacking. <laughs> quarterbacking. <laughs> his quarterbacking numbers and his quarterbacking numbers and his quarterbacking numbers, they all work, they all go hand in hand. And they compare very favorably to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is the number one defense in the league. They don't give up nothing. Yeah, I, I don't think if you're if you're going into the season and you're looking at Dak supporters and you're looking at Dak haters, I don't think anyone's checking for him leading the league in touchdown passes. So unfortunately, I can't sit here and say that that would move the needle uh, as far as you know where where you look at with Dak's trajectory. I mean, he's got to go win. Uh, that's that's the biggest thing. He's got to win in the playoffs. He's got to get that that demon off his back. Uh, I think if he can get to the NFC Championship at least this year, then then yeah, that would be monumental. I think that would be bigger than touchdown passes. Yeah, I think that his is about winning. But Dak haters, you're not changing their mind. Nothing changes their mind except a Super Bowl, and even then, that might not change their oh. mind because they will give the credit to somebody else. So, Dak haters, I, I mean, mean, just like Dak lovers. I yeah. mean, but people still have a narrative on Dak. I mean, I, I have a guy was telling me he's not accurate. He's not accurate. He, I'm like, look at his completion percent. He's not accurate. Look at that. I mean, act like if, if one ball is a, is a way, then he that's an example. He, he's 18 or 22. But he had that one ball. That's so he's not accurate, okay? It's, you know, it's like it, it's people have this mindset that he's not accurate, that he's still turnover prone, which he has not been. So it's interesting you say that. I'm talking about the accuracy. I'm sitting in the press box at the game Saturday, and then he missed Brandon Cooks. Right. right. And then he threw the pick. And the person next to him says, $60 million a year for that? That? That right. was telling me? But then he made the third down throw to Brandon Cooks. And then the next play. <laughs> yeah, the third down. There was nothing said. That very oh, person didn't say anything. Right. The, the yeah. And so, and, and so it would make you laugh, you make you cry. The same thing he did on the interception was the same thing he did on the touchdown. He made somebody miss, and he tried to make a play to CD. You know, obviously, it was a low th late throw to the sideline that got picked. The touchdown, perfect throw down the field, defense backfield down, 92-yard touchdown. See, it was the same process. You know, he made a play with his feet. And and, and he's had, and people don't understand, the offense line has been solid, but Dak has had to do a lot with his feet in the pocket to create plays. You know, that's what people talk about. Somebody asked me the other day, should CDB be um, MVP or 
over Dak. And I'm saying, look, I love CD, and I love Tyreek Hill. Uh, and their numbers are great, but there's a category for them. It's called Offensive Player of the Year, okay? Because what the quarterback has to do to make a play is why it's the most important position in the league. Unless you're going for 2,500 yards, you, you, you're not more important than what the quarterback has to do to make this team win game in, game out, play in and play out. All right. So Pro Bowl is going to be uh, coming out today. So um, who are the guys you think are going to make it? Cowboys. Talk to you, John. You got your quarterback. You got CD. Uh, who else you got? You got Zach. He's a reputation Zach guy Martin. now. He's still good, but he's not what he was. It's three. Three. You got Micah. Four. You got, uh, I think, Bland will get there. Five. You got, I think, Tank's got a shot. Yeah, Tank's got a shot. And I think, Tyler, I think Tyler Smith. And, 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 I'm sorry. And I neglected Tyler, so yeah. And, 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 and Tyler Smith may. So when he's been on the field, he's been lights out, except that, so, except that Detroit game. Smith brothers make seven. And, 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 and we got we got Brandon Aubrey. Gelkin's oh, Brandon Aubrey. Eight. Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Trent Sig. <laughs> Brandon Aubrey. So that, that's eight. Trent Sig was third in the like the first go around or whatever. Whenever they checked the numbers, he was like third in the checkpoint. So he might have a shot. So potential <laughs> eight Pro Bowls for the Cowboys. That's about right. With a chance to finish with a. Twelve and five record but that's in how you the NFC be. East. You number two seed in the in the East. If you take care of business, you win twelve games. Those are the rewards that they get reached. You didn't win them twelve by yourself. So I mean, somebody had to be putting in work to win those twelve. Uh, let's go back to Saturday night. Yeah, it was a good night. First off, I think you were born, but uh, I was there the last <laughs> time they put a head coach in the ring of honor. And you were probably there too when Tom Landry went in for the Cowboys. Oh no, I probably wasn't. Sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, okay uh, Clarence, were you there? No, I was not there. Okay, I was there that day. So I was working in Austin. We came up for the game. So yeah. uh, Jimmy Johnson going into the ring of honor. Your thoughts on the ceremony, Nick? Yeah, it was super cool. Uh, I think the halftime speech kind of ignited a little bit of a fire too, and everybody in the in the sta stadium. I didn't expect that type of fire from Jimmy come, coming into halftime and having that kind of speech. So that was a really cool moment. Obviously, like I wasn't there for those days, so y'all would be able to speak a lot more on the impact of that moment. But uh, it was pretty cool, just kind of seeing that full circle and seeing the press conference beforehand with Jerry and, and Jimmy. And Jerry, he just kept saying it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. And um, he's right. At the end of the day, it kind of felt right. You know, I think it put a bow in the 90s. And, and you finally were able to bury the 90s. Because, you know, obviously it's been gone a long time. But the family wasn't together because Jimmy wasn't here. And, and you you finally put the family back together. And you can put put that to bed. And, you know, Jimmy's speech was awesome. You know, the way he ended the speech was so classic. And you, it's like it's like... You know, you go to those concerts, you know the words to the song, and you sing it anyway. You know, and you have you know those those great words. Everybody knew what was coming. They were ready for, for it. it, and they and he did. He said the words, and you've heard it a hundred times, but it felt so good to hear it again. And you and just and you enjoyed every minute of it. And and, and it was just classic photos. I just tweeted Emmett and Michael and Jimmy going crazy and mouth, Michael's mouth wide open and Troy Stoic just looking at him. You know, it's just like that's the nineties. You know, that's 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 what it was, and that, that's why it was so great because they kind of fit hand in hand. But but yeah, that was that was that was a classic moment that everybody enjoyed. I was not there for Landry, though. Okay, by myself. Okay. Yeah, you by yourself. That's all right. I had that's to right. look it up just to make sure. Okay. What year was it? I'm curious. When ninety three. Ninety three. It was it was another moment where Jerry and I asked tried to ask Jerry in the press conference about you know, making things right. Fans yeah, were mad. 
Well, fans Landry. were mad about Landry, and, and he had to convince, talk to Tom about him finally coming in, and they was mad at him about Jimmy, and he gets it right. And I guess we can thank Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> or Charlotte and Troy. But, yes, all of that. Oh, 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 we saw Netflix. Every, this, is, this, this will be in the show. Oh, yeah. They're filming a show. Oh, no, show. I, I wasn't. You know, been around all year long. He's been yep. filming, you know. Uh, yeah, this is, this is a, it's a very interesting time. Mm-hmm. It's content. It's all about content. Yeah, it's, always, it's been about content. It's yes. all about so This it. particular this, team has always been about and, content. And, and so I, the premise of the Netflix show is, 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 is a bunch of it is Jerry. So this is, this is good yeah. because Jerry looks like a hero. Yeah, he looks like a hero. Like one thing I thought before the game when they was talking, and you know, and, and Jerry's great for these moments. He's great for being introspective and admitting fault, and because it's okay now, I can say I'm wrong. I can say it was my fault that I wasn't humble enough to keep this thing together. Well, neither and, one of them. Jerry's the one, but yeah, Jerry's but, Jim, but J- Jimmy's not mentioning that. It's Jerry the one who's one who's saying I wasn't humble. I didn't do it. Jimmy's has no regrets. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. he has no regrets. <laughs> we won, we won two. That's how. That's how it was. And the players, like I said, what I brought up, because because their players, and, and, and it's, it's kind of bittersweet for some because it shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have come. You won two. And, you know, you talk to Darren Woodson and those guys, and they really thought they had a chance to win three, four straight and really done something special and been great in this New England dynasty, been you know, one of the greatest dynasties ever. They're, they they really still have an empty feeling on what could have been if you knuckleheads at the top would have kept it together and you kept your ego together because they could have been really special. And that's still hurtful for them. And, 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 that's, and, and, and 28 years later, Jerry acknowledges – I think I messed up some because I ain't won. It ain't it ain't 500 coaches. No, 500 coaches can't do this. And, and the Cowboys have not won in 28 years. You know, you think it's easy to get back to the top. It's not. It's not. It's hard to win. This was the uh, the biggest quote that I, I took away from the press conference beforehand. This was uh, uh, he was uh, they were both asked kind of about do you do you wonder what could have been? It was you that asked yeah, the question. Yeah, yeah, it was asked you that asked the question yeah. mm-hmm. about like what could have been if you if y'all had stayed together. And this is the quote that stood out to me from Jimmy. Says sometimes you lose sight of what you can do because of what you already have done. So you know you look back on two Super Bowls at, at that point and. Um, you know, you have both of those birds in hand, not realizing that there's a lot of more birds that you could have had in the end. And you look at what New England has accomplished in the last 15 years under Brady and Belichick, and you kind of compare those two things, and, you know, you wonder. Um, what's very funny is listening to Jimmy come out and say, you know, we never had an argument. Both then of you go sit <laughs> Both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you sit up there, there people bringing up videos after after the whole... We're all I mean, looking it, at each other it, like... It, it broke up over argument and hurt feelings. I yes. mean, that's what happened in Orlando. You right. know, you offended Jerry. And then to sit there and see Ed Werder sitting next row in front of me and Rick <laughs> Goslin's over there to the left of me and those two guys had the story. And, this, and then at the press conference ended, I walked out, I was like, Never an issue, and they just both just looked at me, and they were just talking about it. It was very interesting listening to those two guys who were there, um, and just basically like this is a lot of hooey, and they're trying to make it all look good, but there were issues. At the, there were issues at the end, and we, we all were you there at the press conference? Yeah, I was there okay. at that one, at Valley Ranch. Okay, when they, I was there too. That one or the trash can? I, I, I was there at the trash can. I, 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 I was there. I was I was there with the trash can. Yeah, I got hit with the trash can. Mike Irvin's trash can. So my, so my, like, my photographer Sal Rios. Yeah. Sal Rios was right there getting filmed through the trash can. Michael through the, tra- the blue curtain right over yeah, there. Yeah, I remember. Yes, through yes. the trash can. So yeah, I mean it's like that happened there because he was young. He was. 
star in the sky, but Michael Irvin threw a trash can at the media because we wanted to come in and get quotes from guys about Jimmy leaving. Michael was so upset. Yeah, that was my my two locker room moments from the 88s. uh, Michael Irvin throwing the trash can, and Des Bryant said, Des, and Des said, Rich, fix this. <laughs> just classic hey, man. 88s, man. Thank God for CD. Such a good dude, man. We don't have to worry about that kind of stuff anymore. I think we all right. Facts. Think we all right. Facts. There you go. City, that's a city quote. Facts. Facts. <laughs> facts. Facts. That's facts. Facts. Um, let's get our last break in here on the Media Mash as we get ready for the Washington game. Washington has decided to go with Sam Howell as a starting quarterback. Let's get our thoughts with Clarence Hill. With Mr. Make It Happen, Nick Harris, <laughs> Jean-Jacques Taylor, the author of Newey Scruggs. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot Rowdy cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say, give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks girl, better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find Find a location near you. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Here we are, Media Mash, with your favorite writers, Cowboy Insiders. We got Clarence Hill, Nick Harris, got Jacques Taylor, I'm Newey Scruggs. So, Sam Howell, named by head coach Ron Rivera for his last <laughs> ride. Literally. <laughs> On Sunday. <laughs> uh, Sam Howell once beat the Cowboys. That was a long time ago. And uh, he was benched, and uh, Brissett got hurt, so then he's back here. 
in the locker room, I tried to ask guys, do you have to say anything? Does everybody understand? Everybody get what, what needs to get done this week? And everybody seemed to say, yeah, we understand what to do here. Yeah, it sounds like the biggest opponent this week is themselves. And, and they, they've talked about that. You know, this is a game that everybody feels they should win. It's a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, but you're going on the road against a, an opponent that you see quite a bit. It's a divisional opponent, and it's supposed to be sloppy weather conditions. You know, this is setting up to be a game, if you look at previous games in the past this season, that they would struggle in to get out of the gates with. But I think there's a little bit of different of an approach. I think they realize that, and they see that everything's in front of them. Dude, when you see that you can go win a division that you thought was kind of lost, yeah. I mean, it shouldn't – I mean, as I like to say, they, I'd have been up here Sunday getting ready for the game. Hey, hey, all of that. They, the, the motivation is there yeah. for the Cowboys. Um, and there's so much talk about last year for Washington and how they beat the Cowboys in that season finale. And certainly that's a lesson that the Cowboys can not take this team for granted, uh, even though they're out of the playoffs. But this is also a different Washington team than last year. Last year's team still, we got Sam Howell. We, we, got, the uptick. we got prospects for the future. We're kind of seeing what's going to happen. You know, they hadn't given away their two best defensive pass rushers. Um, this year is different. The coach is a lame duck coach. He's going to get fired. They're going to be looking for a new quarterback. Um, Eric Benning may not be there. They're going to be, you know, there's so much change. So this is not the same motivated Washington team uh, to, to, to to show, not just beat the Cowboys, but also show promise for next year as what they saw, what the Cowboys saw last year. But so they, but they need to hone in and take care of business because certainly they would love nothing to ruin the Cowboys moment and ruin the Cowboys opportunity. But I don't think the, the challenge is the same. Sam Howell's gotten beat up a lot. This is a bad offensive line. I think the confidence that I saw him once have at Chapel Hill and even last year is now gone. It's like a light that's been blown out. <laughs> it's just bad. Um, and I look at someone like Eric Bieniemy, and I think that Ron Rivera knows he's going to get fired. I don't think they've tried to put – any kind of position, put Bianami in any kind of position where he could potentially even take over. I think he, mm-hmm. this ship's going down, Ron McTiggy, all of you with it. Yeah, everybody um, getting cleaned right, out. Right, everybody's getting cleaned out here. So I, I just think this is this is a bad situation, and I think everybody yeah. understands that this is this is it. This is this. Yeah, Cat's been making calls this week. Hey, you got a spot for me, though? Do you look at that, though, and it's kind of it was kind of brought up in the locker room. This team has nothing to lose. We're talking about Washington. Going into a game like this, okay. they can go play spoiler, and then – you know, if they don't succeed, no one was expecting them or checking for them anyway. That only that only works really if you mess up and allow them to hang around. Right. If you commit turnovers, if you have sloppy play, and they decide, hey, I guess we can win this thing. Right. And, and 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 that only works if they're still a team. Okay. And, and and the problem is, is that still a team over there that can collectively rise up and play sport? Yeah, definitely not. You know, and that's what I'm talking about. There's too much going on there for you for them all rise up together, be on the same page and say, Let's do this. But yeah, it's it's a on any given something, anything can happen. We we no one saw what happened last year for a Cowboys team going to the playoffs with a twelve and five record and Gosh, they could have been thirteen and three last year. Thirteen and four, yeah. Thirteen and four last blitz. year. They got blitz, you know, and then so, you know, it, it, no momentum, no excitement going to the playoffs. That's when the kicker went awry. Yeah. It started that week, and it, and it, it continued to play out. So you don't want any negative juju going to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, Brandon Aubrey's got one big hurdle to clear. <laughs> it's FedEx yeah, Field. that's so crazy because you did not see it coming from Meyer last yeah. He was having a great year, not a Brandon Aubrey. He was having a great year. He had a couple of six. I mean, and then it just went. 
the left. Yeah. The yippers. The <laughs> yippers. Have you, got, you covered a game up there yet? I have not. Okay. So so what you're going to find out. The is, food is awful. Uh, I've heard well, a lot of things about well, this trip. Number one. Um, <laughs> the bring, food is awful. Bring your own food. Okay. Yeah. The, the night before. Don't go, be shy about it. Seriously. Yeah. The night before, go. I, I, I did Whole Foods and brought, brought my own food. So that's number one. Bring okay. your own food. Okay. Um, uh, number two, is, this, is a, this is a home game. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, you've gone places and you've seen the cowboy crowd. I mean, especially this week. You you check the Uber line; they just jumping out Ubers in, in, in blue and white jerseys, and then they go up there and party and, and tailgate with the Washington fans. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's 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 unlike anything. You don't see this at the Philly game, the Giant game, where you know they understand cowboy fan is here and they go cheer for their team, and we have to accept it. That's how it kind of felt to SoFi for the Chargers game this this well, past I mean, week six or seven. I did, I just everybody, did a weather update because you you you. you Scared me. Right now, it's not supposed to be any weather on Sunday. Okay, so the precipitation's gone away. Yes, that's good. It's going to rain that's all really day good. Saturday, but Sunday is supposed to be 42 and 33. With no, I don't see any weather. Okay, that's good. Tell you what, though, that's that's that grass right field now. with that stadium crew, who knows if it'll get cleared up? Yeah. Jacques yeah. and I'll be thinking about you out there. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it. So good luck to you. Just don't wear your red bottoms. So they're gonna have uh, rain on the rain on the field. You know, just <laughs> make sure they got the right. You know, it's funny. Let's go back to the um, the right cleats. Let, let's go back to the the snafu with the, the, the stadium seating, and I, I really found out what happened. Remember the the the, the, the heated bench oh, when, okay. when it looked like the Cowboys were trying to show up the Redskins, show up Washington the with the uh, Commanders <laughs> with, with the uh, Cowboys uh, logo on the yeah. bench. They did not order the logo. They ordered benches because they knew it wasn't gonna be a bench. The company took it on themselves to put the logo on there because they thought that's what the Cowboys wanted. The Cowboys are not trying to show them up with a bring their own bench logo. That's they good were, business, baby. You know, that's they were trying business. to do, you know, so they they viewed they that company before. So they, yeah, they were overdelivered. <laughs> so they, they they won't be logo on the bench. They showed up with candy. They, they will have their own. <laughs> they won't be. But yeah, I mean, come with that. Hey, we're gonna you know take it to the next level and put you. Right. It, it just was not a good look, you know, on the road. Because uh, then, then Washington came. We had to bring our own benches and all this other yeah. stuff. The stuff out of nothing. <laughs> Um, Dan Quinn mentioned about was asked about head coaching jobs um, last year. Did the rounds? There'll be jobs. Year open. before, jobs will be open again. Does he jump on something this time around? Yeah, I guess you just look at the jobs that open up, right? And, and you you compare those to jobs that have opened up in the past. You know, it's clear that he's looking for a situation that he wants very specifically. Mm-hmm. What does that situation look like? Who knows? Uh, I mean. You could have looked at the Seattle job a couple of years ago and maybe seen that there could be an opening in a couple of years if things go right for, or I guess wrong, for Pete Carroll. But things have gone right for them. They've drafted well. Geno Smith has played well. So that's that's probably not a job that's realistic over the course of the next three, two to three years. So I guess he just looks at opportunity, and only Dan Quinn knows what that opportunity looks like, and we'll see if he jumps on it. Can I say one thing? Sure. Sure. Dan Quinn didn't turn no job down. In the last couple of years, did he? He pulled out of I, I, he didn't Chicago. But no, 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 he was not. The only thing I heard, and, and um, it was that Denver, that the GM at Denver wanted him, but then Elway and the president said right. no, and then they hired uh, your man Hackett. Right. Uh, I mean, that, I, that was as close as I heard about right. him. So, I mean, so the, the notion that he could have had a job and he chose that they were the Cowboys, I think we made more of than what it was. Okay. Because there, there's not been no job. He said, I don't want that job. I mean, certainly, I don't know if he wanted to go to Arizona, but I don't think there was jobs that were right there where he just turned down. And so we've been going through this dance okay. the last couple of years, and, and certainly he's worth it. We know what he's done. But some of these people, like, they like like the two coordinators from Philadelphia. 
you know, uh, who, who went to Arizona and Indianapolis. Indianapolis. They people like the young guys, you know. So there's and, three jobs open. Yeah, Raiders. Raiders. Think he fit? Or do they want Antonio Pierce? Okay, uh, Carolina. He's taking that over what he had last year. What are we doing? Well, yeah. <laughs> why would you take that? I mean, Chargers. That's the job. Of that's, course, that's that could be a job, but, that, but there are a lot of people that have been linked to that job. New England. They ain't no quarterback. I don't want to go nowhere where they ain't got no quarterback. Chicago. Uh, they will be drafted. Chicago's keeping their guy. They'll, they'll be they drafted. Are. Chicago and keeping him. I'm, okay, whatever. I'm just saying it's been oh, out there. Oh, the head coach, Eberflus. I thought you were a bit quarterback. No, Eberflus. I'm talking about yeah, keeping no, Eberflus. No, Eberflus. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, uh, and you got – did you bring up Washington? Oh, yeah. Them. Yeah, Washington. <laughs> they ain't got no quarterback. <laughs> They'll yeah. have a quarterback. Washington and New England will have they quarterbacks. They're going to draft the rookies. Them. Yes, they'll be drafted. Yeah, no, no, that's still a quarterback. Yeah, that's a quarterback. That, that, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, because you know, there are people like, okay, because I think the domino is Belichick. The thing is, Belichick's going to be out the playoffs, right? Yes. So he and should so go first. That should be the domino. If he's going somewhere, it should happen soon. Quickly. Yeah, they I should be talking that, this yeah, week. I think yes. Yeah, I, I so think that's you know, so and where does he go? Because it has to be a trade. Because I think it's under. I don't think it's out of contract. So it has to be somebody to do. Left. Right, right. So, so yeah. What you giving up for? So chance? right now, we would assume Dan is back. But you know, it's, it's too early to you, say. You media people or something else. <laughs> can, can we, we've all learned from you, can we? Can we just get to the playoffs? Can we see if they want a playoff game? Can they make a Super Bowl run? <laughs> can they do something? Longest tenure Cowboy Nick. beat Ryan. <laughs> who, who taught us How all? we got to talk about that right now, Nick? Don't look at me. Because it was brought up at the press conference with I, the coordinator. I know. By who? Who brought it up? One of them media people. I wasn't here. We I was know, in New he was Orleans. Out partying. Well, not partying. I was at a game. It was, that, it was Calvin Walker. It was Calvin. Of course, it was Calvin. What did he ask? What was the exact question? Uh, are you looking at? Are you looking? He at, said he, he phrased it. How do you how do you juggle the buzz around your name when head coaching opportunities get thrown out there? How do you juggle that with the season? And he's like, I don't juggle it. When those opportunities come over the off season, you know, those are like two or three day deals. I look at it and I I, I go forward with it at that point. But right now, like, I'm focused on this playoff run. And you know, he gave the PR spiel. Yeah, he and Kellen Moore handled that business. <laughs> what if Kellen will get an interview? Hey, they make a deep run. Please. He'll have a shot. Please. <laughs> wow. Apparently, Carolina was, was mentioned about his name. Somebody got to work at Carolina. Somebody gonna take that money and that job and work for that dude. Cliff Kingsbury, Steve Wilkes. <laughs> That's what he need to do. Just go in there, Sam Sorry. <laughs> he didn't want to say he's sorry for throwing the drink from 20 feet away. He still has Put a couple droplets on somebody. He still has Imagine Imagine if that was. Imagine if that was. holding that strong line. I'm not apologizing. I want to know what did they say. They said something. It doesn't. matter. say it doesn't matter, but I still want to Imagine that was Jerry Jones. They'd be leading headline news. It wouldn't just be, you know, it'd be, you know, Good Morning America. Right. It would be on news stations. Yes, yes, it'd be on news stations. CNN, like everything, but yes. It's, but it's Suspension, right. But it's Carolina. And three man, was it $20.6 billion? Yeah. Somebody yeah. said that that, that little 300000 ain't but the ashtray money. It is ashtray money, but I wish I had it. I wish I had it. I will, of course. <laughs> but I did I did text somebody who works over there, like, really? And they're like, yeah, what a way to end the year. <laughs> but, like, but like somebody said, if this is what he does publicly, imagine how he acts privately. <laughs> We've already heard all the stories. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's they big. appear to all be true. Well, I mean, you go from Jerry Richardson and this guy, huh? 
Oh, seatbelt. Yeah. Seatbelt trick to this, huh? Yeah, well, you know, those two are still not the most unpopular owners in, in Charlotte sports history. So they're still just, they're, they're, they'll never be number one. So there you go. Bobcat going to be number one? No, George Shin. Oh. George Shin, the he's original before. owner of the Charlotte Hornets. I was going to say he was before Bobcat. Took it in New Orleans. So he, he'll always be number one. Satan. Move the team. Move wow. the team. Never forgive him for that. So should have moved the team. Just like Ursa. Model. Model. I love Dart. Good dude. I hate he did that. I hate he did that. Had money problems. If he'd only listen to Jerry, if he'd only listen to Jerry, he would never have had to sell the team, been in the Hall of Fame, been a whole different thing, and Belichick have a job, and they, they, they'd have been they'd the Cleveland Super Bowls. They, right. They'd have been the Cleveland Browns. The so we got this, this whole show that I talk about two-point conversion. That was over. We, well, we, we got it, a show tomorrow. Okay. I just, I'm just saying. Right? We, yeah, tomorrow we're coming back tomorrow, right? Yes. I was just making sure that we, you know, that's one one more day removed from last week. So, we got, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, it was, it was so much talk so, and controversy over it. So we'll, we'll pick it up tomorrow. So tomorrow we'll talk about the two-point conversion, and you can give us your New Orleans recap. There you go. Okay. All right. Clarence Hill. Everybody come back tomorrow and meet a Well, a whole lot of Clarence tomorrow. Nick, I know you won't be able to join us, but we appreciate you always stopping yeah, by. Sean Jacques Taylor, you'll be here too. Story time with Clarence tomorrow. <laughs> we'll have a good time with that. I'm going to be Scruggs. Media Mash. We'll talk to you. <laughs> This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!